Chris Russell's our Aussie correspondent. He's based out of Sydney. Chris, Australian dairy farmers are feeling the pain, a bit like New Zealand dairy farmers at the moment, as the processors announce drops in the proposed milk price for the coming season. Yes, and it can be quite a hit when you think about the fact that um, uh, the average Tasmanian farm produces about 300,000 kilograms of milk solids uh, and the price is down, you know, 60-odd cents to what they're expecting. That's going to be about a $250,000 drop in income. So, you know, it is quite a hit. They are, I'm not quite sure what they thought was going to happen considering what the world prices have been doing. But um, Fonterra have announced $8.65. Um, Saputo have announced between eight ninety and nine oh five. Uh, but the one one that's out of kilter with all this is Norco, which has announced twelve dollars twenty two. But of course, they're competing with Coles, who uh, are trying to lure producers to supply them directly, and have offered them twelve dollars fifty on a two year contract. So um, that's. But the, all the rest of them are down. And certainly farmers are saying that um, that's going to make life tough for them. Also tough for Aussie farmers has been the live cattle trade, especially when it was banned. Yeah, that's right. Well, there's just been an offer by the Albanese government of $215 million as a take-it-or-leave-it offer over the 2011 live export ban that occurred. Um, now, they're estimating the damage was close to $1.2 billion, and if you add on $800 million in interest uh, up to 2022, that's 10% of what they say that it's going to cost them. The only company that's been paid is the lead action in the... In the, the lead claimant in the class action, the Brett Cattle Company, they've been paid out, but everyone else has been waiting to see what the offer would be. So a total settlement of $215 million with a cut-off of July the 21st to accept it. Um, I guess all the farmers are saying uh, thanks, but no thanks. We'll see you in court, Jamie. Let's just finish with a lovely story about Sandy, the only war horse to return from World War One. You and I both share a passion about this subject. This is a great story. It is a great story, and it's based around Major General Bridges, who was the commander of the first convoy of troops sent over to the war and went to Gallipoli and, in fact, died on the beaches of Gallipoli. And of all the horses, the whalers, as they were called, that were sent over to uh, the uh, Europe and the Middle East and so on uh, at the beginning of the First World War, that is the only horse that came back. The rest of them were either sold off to local uh, Arabian countries or alternatively taken out into the desert and shot by their uh, by their uh, soldiers who had been riding on them. Always a very sad and tragic story. But this one horse, Sandy, came from uh, the town of Talangata in Victoria and uh, they've decided to create a statue of this which they've done, funded. It cost a couple of hundred thousand dollars to make this and they've had a big opening in the town um, and that is the only horse out of 160,000 that were sent over and uh, so that's going to become quite a tourist trap, I think, now for people, you know, very interested in the history of the war horse, which no doubt played a significant role in the First World War, Jamie. Absolutely. Chris Russell, thanks as always for your time. No worries at all.